And so we'll see if we're live. I think we're going to be live. Yeah, we're live. It's got the little red thing up in the corner. Is it? Okay. Because I'm refreshing. I'm refreshing. There we go. Yep. And we're live. Excellent. All righty. So, yeah, let's get right to it then. Hey, so my name is Memphis Beach. Um, and um, this right here is a very special event for me personally uh, because this is a really group. This is a really, really cool group of, of individuals that have come together as a brotherhood, and we think of ourselves as the tribe. Um, it's it's one of those groups where it's not just a group of guys that are training junkies and just get together and we shoot classes and we go to matches, but you know, it's it's a group that actually genuinely cares about each other's well-being on a personal level, to the point where you know, if one of us is in trouble. The rest of us will come out of pocket or, you know, we'll travel to make sure that other brother is okay. And that's something that's very, very rare in this space. I think a lot of, a lot of communities don't really have that as far as like on an individual level. And I think that sense of community is a story that really needs to be told. So uh, tonight we have a really diverse panel here. <laughs> and uh, these are some of the faces that you'll be able to hear from today. And I think that today... Um, the person to really get this thing going to tell us how the tribe got started is going to be Ethan. So, Ethan, thanks so much for coming on today. Hey, I really appreciate you having me, Memphis. Um, so, the, the tribe really got started as, uh, well, I just wanted people to shoot with. So, it started out as, you know, me and a bunch of local guys. <laughs> Uh, it's dwindled down to the only local left or local to me left rather would be, uh, Neil. And it started out as just a group chat where we posted memes and we'd go to the range and we've, now we organize classes. We go to matches. We have some of us have talked about taking the families out to vacation together. When people have, uh, been in, you know, financial straits, we've come together as a group and helped them out that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just, it's a really good thing overall. And I'm, I'm proud to, uh, to be a part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, and you mentioned something we've done for the tribe or something we've done as part of the tribe. Probably the, my favorite thing I've done is when I got, uh, when we, when we first started organizing, going to classes together, I got, uh, Riley who's in the chat with us here tonight and John and Terry, together and we all took Brian Hill's pistol essentials class in Tennessee with, uh, you actually, that's how we met you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that it was, uh, it was a class with, uh, Brian Hill. Um, it was pretty awesome and everybody just clicked really well, almost as if you knew each other for years. So, um, so here's one thought that I had, right? Like, is it, does it ever get to the point where like, if you got enough people together, we could just call up somebody like, hey, you know, I don't know, Gabe White. Um, can we just call you up and say, hey, we got eight people ready to go. Like, have you guys ever done that before or what? Yeah, we, uh, we've done that with uh, Riley Bowman uh, in 2022. We did that at the Hobbs Island shooting range in Huntsville, Alabama. And then we did that again with uh, Tim Heron just a couple weekends back. And... The way I understand it, we're going to be doing that again in Texas with uh, Mark Smith in 2024. Yeah, so for some people, 
Like, for instance, I'm going to use myself as an example. If I knew there was a clash coming up and I knew there were people in the area, I could just call people and say, hey, are you going to this? Are you going to that? But instead, you've done more than that. There's this actual community of people that genuinely give a damn about each other. Like, is was that the original intent or was it just, you know, hey, just let's go to classes together? Absolutely not. It This all kind of happened very organically. The original intent wasn't even to get people to go to classes. It was just to get people to go to the range. And it's become so much more than that. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's fantastic. We got some comments over here in the uh, the comments. Like, uh, there we go. We got Practical Andy. This is uh, Andy Montoya from the... Uh, uh, from the um, the After Action Project, uh, saying what's up. Um, we got uh, a bullet ball breaker. <laughs> um, yeah, that that there's some some story behind that. And so this right here is uh, you know, Brandon Jackson. Uh, he's tearing it up on the IDPA scene and in USPSA. Uh, we got uh, we got Keith Tyler from TFI Academy. Um, Riley Bowman, you're going to hear from him earlier, uh, later on tonight. And we got a bunch more. It's going to be awesome. So Ethan, who do you think is going to be best suited to continue the story of like, like who did, is there anybody else that you asked to come into the tribe or is there anybody else that you would think would be good for continuing on the story? Well, most of the guys on this panel, I actually added to the tribe myself, but Neil is the only one that I knew in person when he got added. Well, you and Neil. (laughs) So before we go on to Neil, um, what do you usually look for for people that, you know, like, is there a certain uh, characteristics or certain um, character qualities that you look for for people that want to join? So when, when, when we talk about somebody that we think might be a good fit for the group, we generally... Are, are not looking for somebody who's who's into like the social media flex offs or ball busting or trolling. It's more people we see out there who are trying to do good, trying to help people like they're in the, cause, cause realistically it's, it's in the social media space. People can be however they want. So if we get people who are choosing to be the good guy, to be the white hat and, try to teach and help others who aren't quite as far along. That's, that's the kind of people that we try to see more of because that's the kind of people that we like to surround ourselves with. Right on. Uh, we got a question coming in from practical Andy. This is Andy Montoya of the, um, uh, the uh, after action project. And uh, the question is, how does one join the tribe? How does one join Tribecast? Or is it, Andy, are you asking about Tribecast or are you talking about the tribe in general? And so if someone wants to join the tribe, is that something that they can do? Or is it something that, you know, it would just be up to the tribe if they are a good fit to join? At this point, it's kind of just up to the tribe. Like, there's a few of us who are, for for lack of a, a better term, like the, the, the ruling body, because we kind of, we kind of we kind of make the decision on what class we want to go to, which we everybody gets input, obviously. But there's a, like a handful of us that make the final decision, and we we've put more contentious people who've people who've been suggested to join to a vote, 
uh, things like that. Right on. Okay. All righty. So from here, let's go on to Neil. And Neil, I have a question for you. Um, how did you how did you join the tribe? Was the tribe something that you were asked to join? Or did you just start hanging out with Ethan and it blew up into this? How did this start? Well, it uh, it, it all started whenever uh, I started working directly with Ethan. For me, uh, I was in the market for uh, buying an AR and I had no idea about anything and went to him for some advice and he, he wound up giving me some pretty solid advice and uh, started going to the range with him uh, every so often and wound up getting added to the group chat that turned into what it is now which is the tribe and it uh it went from just being a, a few local fellas you know that would spitball some advice to around and uh turned into uh you know jumped in the chat one day and there was you know a whole lot of faces that i didn't know and a whole lot of knowledge that is just a a, a very deep well to to be able to dip into anytime you need any advice on anything and then not not just guns or shooting or anything like that um you know, just life advice in general. There's a there's a lot of level-headed people in this chat that have helped me as well as everybody else all along the way. Have you seen any instances in the tribe that you know we've really, I don't know, helped people in personal ways? I know I've, I know I've seen a couple. I just can't think of any specific examples right now. You don't have to name names or anything, but you know, if uh, if you can fill that in. Um, I mean, there's, there's definitely been some instances where, uh, you know, they, they've been, they, they've come to us and said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, parting ways with this firearm or something like that. I got to do X, Y, Z as far as, you know, making ends meet goes and, you know, kind of get together behind the scenes and pull some money up and bring some people together to help them out in their, their hard times. And then we've also, uh, we've, you know, within the group funded, a I think either two or four people to come to the classes together. So let me just get this straight. There were times where people didn't have enough money to come to a class and the tribe pulled together resources to get them in. Is that what happened here? Yep. Yeah. On, uh, more than one occasion. And, uh, it's been a it's been a beautiful thing seeing you know just everybody come together and and really um, build that bond to to be able to do things like that. Man, that's pretty outstanding. Uh, we got some comments over here in the uh, in the in the comments section. There we go. So Charles Fisher said, "I saw Riley busting balls not even twenty four hours ago." <laughs> We're gonna talk to Riley here in just a second, um, and then also. Uh, Beulah Ballbreaker, <laughs> that name is killer. Um, so is this truly a sausage fest? Do y'all you know, need some girls in the tribe? LOL. Um, that's that's a good question. Um, let's see. So what, Neil, do you have any idea of where we're going with the tribe next? Like, uh, are, are there any conversations about who we're getting next or 
Is that something that we still need to talk about? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll defer that to, to someone else. Uh, yeah. I think we do have, you know, a direction in mind, but I'll, I'll go ahead and pass the baton on to somebody else. I'm just happy to be All here. All righty. Should I ask Ethan? Like, is that, is that something that I got a question for Ethan? Or who would you like me to ask that question to? Um, uh, you know, de- dealer's choice, dealer's choice. Okay. All right. <laughs> here we go. So Neil, thanks a bunch. We're going to come back to you here in a little, little bit. Um, Ethan, let's ask you, like, are there, like, who all do we, are we considering for our next class? Uh, I think at one well, point we we're talking, throwing some names around. So Mark Smith is the next class. Uh, that's, uh, he didn't, he wasn't able to make it tonight, but Chris Hitch, uh, he's he's located in Dallas. He's going to be the host next year. I've, I've hosted the previous two years, and I'm passing the baton because, well, for one, uh, I shouldn't be the only person who gets free class. And for two, hosting is a huge headache, and I've pulled all my hair out doing it, so I'd like to not. Uh, but uh, right Hitch has uh, gotten with Mark Smith, and we've actually got Mark in the – in the tribe now and he's acclimating and he's going to be running one of his two day pistol courses for us sometime. in I believe April of next year in Texas. Right on. Which is exciting for me because I've never been to Texas. Yeah. So, um, who do you think I should pass the baton to next? Uh, let's go with Dave. Dave. All righty. Let's see. I'm trying to find him on the thing. There we go. Yeah. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you tell us how you came into, you know, uh, came into the tribe and what all the tribe has done for you? Uh, so <laughs> I don't want to eat up a lot of time, but it's, it's, <laughs> I'll try to make a long story short. Um, basically I got thrown into the tribe thrown into a group chat of chaos um, early on when the tribe first started. And uh, I happened to be in a rough spot at the time and uh, going through some stuff. Ammo was expensive um, at the time, a couple of years ago, everybody went through all that stuff and I was doing what I could do um, to try and get better on a low budget. Um, so dry fire, uh, Riley Bowman actually helped me out a ton privately before he knew any of us, um, all the help in the world. Uh, and, and while I was in this group chat of gun dudes, um, Ethan actually approached me and asked me if I could take one of two classes, which would I pick? Uh, one of them was Riley Bowman's pistol intelligence class. And, uh, I believe the other one was the quest. So you kind of put me in a rough spot. Um, but Riley had helped me so much. I said, one day I'd like to take a Riley Bowman class. Um, I thought I was being asked because Ethan wanted to take a class and he was just asking for my opinion. Um, but it turned out that all of these guys pulled money together to get me all the way to Alabama for a class. Um, and then that was tribe class one, which ended up happening. Um, and I want to say there were 17 of us that got together for that class. Very cool. Very cool. So let's see. 
And that's pretty inspiring. Have you ever seen anything else like this where, you know, folks just get together and you call up folks to be like, hey, can you come down here and train with us? Like, have you ever seen anything like that before? No, I mean, uh, so I'm down here in Louisiana and uh, we're kind of limited on range space. Um, we don't have a lot of ranges that allow you to do a lot of stuff. We do get instructors every now and then, um, but there hasn't, it's been kind of stagnant for at least the past five years or so. And um, anytime, man, it's always the same story. Anytime you try to say, hey, let's get a group of dudes and let's go to a class together. Let's, you know, let's do it. It's always uh, ammo's, you know, ammo's expensive or the class costs money or I can't take off of work or whatever excuses people have. Everybody wants to go to classes and go shoot with their buddies and all, but it never happens. And I think that has a lot to do with um, ego and people's mentality of they don't want to look like a fool in front of their friends, which is kind of silly because honestly, if you're really good friends with people, you're going to look like a fool at some point and you could both laugh about it. And I mean, we do <laughs> this whole group of guys. Uh, we rip on each other all the time, but it's all for the better. Um, I've, I've never seen it. Like, I've tried to do it myself before without it being the tribe. I've tried to, to get groups, even five people. It doesn't happen. You can't force it to happen. Um, you can you can assist it to happen, but it. Somebody mentioned it at the last class we were at. Um, it has to be organic. It truly has to be organic. You can't force it. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so you have the baton. Who are you passing the baton off to? Uh, I need to. I need to pass the baton off to Tanner. Tanner. He has, all right. he has a story and a half. Dude, Tanner, how's it going today, man? It's good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So how did you get into the tribe? I want to hear your story. So um <laughs> yeah, so so actually me and Ethan, uh so I mean before I met any before I knew any of these guys, I was pretty pretty active in like the social media, like the Facebook groups, whatever. Um just kind of doing my own thing, kinda 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 unguided. And um, eventually we came across this group that me and Ethan were actually mods for. And we were always butting heads with other mods. And I think going off Dave's point, though, of like ego, um, there's a lot of ego in that in that group. So, you know, me, Ethan, kind of we just kind of segregated ourselves. And um, Ethan started off the tribe and then, you know, we had some some history together. So then he invited me over. Right on, right on. Have you gone to a lot of classes with the tribe or has it just been maybe one or two? Can you tell me a little bit about how, how many people, how many classes you've gone to with the tribe and how often y'all hang out? Okay, yeah. So um, as like with the tribe, I've only done the two, uh, Riley Bowman and with Tim Heron. Um, however, I did I did take a class with Tyler, Tyler Tharp here, uh, Synergy Training Group here. Um, and that was my for like my very first time meeting one of the tribe members in person, um, and and like from right there, like Tyler was super open armed, let me stay in his house, um, and it was just it was just like I knew that I knew we kind of had something going on here, and I wanted to you know continue and commit to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it hasn't always been just the shooting thing, has it? Uh, like, has has the tribe ever helped you out personally, uh, just off the range? Oh yes, a hundred percent. More honestly, more than I can really explain. Um, 
if if I could if I could look back at myself of how I was when I first joined the tribe and where I am at now, it's it's night and day difference. Um, I've matured. I've grown a lot. Um, I think I've become a more of a man, um, a better husband, a better dad. And you know, for for the people listening in, I'm only 22 years old, and you know, to have access to like years and years of life experience at my fingertips uh, is is something I'm very fortunate to have. And like I said, I've just I've just been able to grow and mature so much more thanks to these guys. That's pretty awesome, dude. Like to be 22 years old and like running with the big dogs the way you are, like in, in matches and classes. Then you could just pick up like CEO Master. Like wasn't that just a recent accomplishment? Yes, yes, it, it was. I did I did just get a master class with Karyoptics, USPSA. Um, and honestly, I give I give huge credit to the tribe and everyone who's helped me out. I would, I honestly wouldn't have gotten it if it wasn't for them. Alrighty. So you got the, you have the baton. Who are you passing it off to? I, since I mentioned Tyler, I want to, I want to hand it off to Tyler. Alrighty. Let me find Tyler on this little thing right here. Uh, there we go. I'm still new to this interface. There we go. And there's Tyler. How you doing today, man? Hey man, doing great. Dude. So Tyler, Tyler, like he's got a special place in my heart. Like, you know, there's only so much time you can spend with somebody before, you know, you learn enough about enough about them to decide whether or not you want to love them or not. And Tyler's one of those guys that I just love. So there's some bias here. Okay. So, um, Tyler, how did you get into the tribe? What has the tribe done for you? Man, uh, I believe Matt, uh, brought me into the tribe and I only knew of him via some Facebook groups that I was just kind of in and out. And much like what Dave said a few years ago when I was brought in, wasn't so great part of life. You know, I was dealing with a, you know, relationship issues, uh, professional issues, just couldn't find my place in the world. And it was really eating at me and all that jazz. And, not really even knowing who I was and trying to figure out who I actually am trying to be somebody, you know, I knew I was, I was starting into the teaching world and knew kind of the direction I wanted to go, but much like what other people have the same problem. I over was over trying and that led to some, the issues that it would lead into. And so the biggest thing the tribe has done for me is They've shown me, they open, welcomed me with open arms and allowed me to be me and showed me that it's totally okay for me to be just who I am. You know, the, the person Tyler is today is totally okay. We're all flawed. That's all cool, man. Like we're human. So air is human and uh, it's totally okay. They've, they've had those open arms and that, you know, that, that reinforcement that a, a man needs. You know, we, we can say we're all tough and all that. And sure, yeah, you are. I'm going to tell you, man, that having the reinforcement and, and uh, people like the tribe to have your back, you need that in life to really be who, who you are and comfortable in your own skin. And so long story short, that's exactly what the tribe has done for me. What I've done for them, and uh, they'll attest to this, is I've brought perfect eyesight to the tribe. That is my <laughs> contribution to them. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, 
so <laughs> that's kind of an inside joke but um but yeah <laughs> um let's see uh, Tyler you're an instructor in your own right you've you've taught a couple of classes for you know for tribe members um like for instance your uh your red dot pistol optics course that I took down in Vicksburg last year it was absolutely phenomenal you got another one of those coming up here in Raymond Mississippi and it's going to be you know, I think you're going to get some help from Tim Krantz I'm sorry Jim Krantz right so can you tell me a little bit more about that class that's going to happen yeah, so actually the Jim Krantz class is a practical shooting clinic, one-day class with a USPSA match the next day where we're going to make sure all the students are in our squad. We're going to coach and video you so you have a lot to actually take home. So that's that's March 18th in Raymond. But So my RDS performance and diagnostic class is taught by me and uh, a master class shooter, Stoney Steele. Um, we both have coaching teaching backgrounds and we we exercise that in the shooting world so that particular class is a two-day class april 22nd 23rd and rain mississippi as well and then you got um <clears throat> excuse me cliff is ho hosting me in uh, october in north alabama for that same exact class with stoney and i as well so i'm not doing a whole lot of uh, big open enrollment classes this year i just named off those three actually um, the rest of them, I'm just helping out at my local range and doing private lessons. I think that's such a cool premise to like, you know, have day one of the, the actual in-class instruction and all the practical application. And then day two to have the coaching during the match. And like, that is such a phenomenal idea. Did you get that from somebody or did you come up with that yourself? So me and Stoney dreamed that up two years ago when he came to one of my classes and I did that for him. Um, it's probably further than that. Um, because not long after that, he surpassed me leaps and bounds in, uh, in, in competition performance. Um, he straight up just left me in the dirt. I was a B class shooter when he came to me and, uh, he made master not long after that. So, uh, and I'm still trying to make master. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's, that's just something cool. we just did and thought that was a cool idea um, a couple few years ago. And so we're finally actually putting it into fruition uh, this year, actually in a month. So, yeah. Man, that's pretty cool. All right. So you have the talking stick. You have the baton. Who are we passing the baton to? Um, I'd love to pass it off to uh, one of my biggest mentors and uh, Mr. Riley Bowman. We got Riley Bowman in the house today. Riley, how are you doing today? Great. Yeah, I'm, I've been looking forward to this all week since we uh, lined it up. Yeah, me too. Um, Riley, we got some comments over here in the comment section. And by the way, the audio was coming in phenomenally. So we got Charles Fisher. I saw Riley busting balls not even 24 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Rowan Coart. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying your name right. Riley <laughs> be my boo. <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure some of those are directed at... Uh, at my twin, you know, Riley Newsom there. So <laughs> <laughs> perhaps, yeah. So uh let's see. But you got a lot of love right here in the uh in the audience right here. <laughs> so pretty awesome stuff. Um oh crap, I gotta I gotta do my homework tonight. Um <laughs> uh, so so Riley, how did you get a hold of you know uh the tribe? Did they contact you or did you hear about them? Can you tell me that story? Yeah, uh, man, 
you know, I bumped into a bunch of these guys. Uh, I knew a lot of them by name from mutual Facebook group interactions uh, that, you know, organically over time, it was like, you know, I'd see Dave Mayer and, and Ethan and um, Tyler, you know, we'd, we'd pop up in a lot of the same places, uh, having conversations, arguments, debates, discussions, etc. And, uh, you know, so I, so I knew a lot of the names, I guess. Right. You know, and then uh, I remember, uh, being contacted by Ethan about uh, being hosted for class. And I was like, Oh wow. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, and it, it was, I remember Ethan kind of saying, he's like, Hey, you know, we have this, this group of guys, uh, ready to go. Like we're, they're going to sign up for your class. Like, cause Ethan had never hosted a class. Uh, I had never worked with, with Ethan before on a class. Uh, I had never done a class in that, in Alabama, you know? And so like, there's a lot of unknowns, especially at the, you know, like I knew nothing about that range. So there was a ton of unknowns and it's kind of like, I kind of felt like these, these guys were, uh, or like I was kind of the, this, this uh, guinea pig of sorts, you know, like, Hey, we're going to bring you in we're going to host you for a class. And uh, didn't know what to expect. And and then next thing I know, like signups for that class just started rolling in uh, really, really quickly. And it filled right up, which just blew me away. And that just quickly, you know, showed me that he wasn't kidding when he talked about this, this group of guys that uh, were, you know, all going to sign up for this class. Uh, just really, really blew me away. And then in going through that class last year, uh, not only did I, you know, realize that it was sort of like this that I was their guinea pig, but also, um, or that not that, that they were my guinea pigs, but like it, it went both ways. It was just kind of funny, like how it all came together. And I remember thinking, you know, just so many unknowns and not, didn't know what to expect. And they're even like, Hey, let's, let's stay in this Airbnb all together. And I was like, I didn't know about that either, but I'm all for it. Cause I'm all down with a, with a good challenge as well as a good adventure. And, uh, it proved to be, uh, way more, uh, fulfilling of an adventure than anything I anticipated in, in, and in all the good positive ways, uh, these guys have not only adopted me into the tribe, uh, but, uh, they've become my, my family, you know, outside of my, my, my actual family here, you know? So, uh, it's been really cool to see each of the, the members of the tribe, especially those that have gone through classes with me last year with Tim Heron a few weeks ago and seeing their growth and seeing how they've, leveled up year over year. Uh, it's been really satisfying to see, to witness, you know, as an instructor, as a teacher, uh, being invested in these guys' growth, you know, Dave mentioned earlier about me doing some, you know, on the side, uh, just coaching, you know, for him on some stuff and just seeing everybody leveling up and growing and not only growing in their shooting abilities, but also as, as people, I mean, I've had some of the most uh, deep conversations uh, with anybody outside of my family, with some of these, these men that are right here uh, with me on this podcast tonight, uh, stuff that I would never expected to have occurred. Uh, it's been a remarkable experience to be a part of the tribe as their, as their little Guinea pig. <laughs> so, um, just from the outside looking in, I saw some of those pictures from, you know, uh, from that experience and it didn't look like a class. It looked like mentorship, you know, it looked like, you know, it looked like big brother, you know, um, was that, was that what you felt there? 
Yeah. Uh, and what's cool is it's not just, you know, in a traditional instructor to student relationship, you would expect this like teacher down to student type mentorship to exist. Uh, but what I've witnessed in the tribe and, and within the these two classes that we've done the last two years is that there's mentorship that's happening on all levels uh, between members of the tribe. And that is something that is just truly special. Uh, you know, it was, it was commented or asked about earlier about whether, I don't remember who it was that was asked, but whether they had seen anything else quite like this uh, outside of the tribe. And certainly there are many other groups, organizations, even less formal stuff like other chat groups or Facebook groups where like-minded individuals and shooters and competitors try to get together and, and help one another. But uh, I haven't seen anything quite like the tribe outside of the tribe. And I've been a lot of different places and been in a lot of different groups, uh, you know, out in the uh, online. And so uh, it's the mentorship piece is so cool because I even feel like I've been mentored by some of those in this group. Uh, and, and that's what I mean is that it, it hasn't only been a relationship for me where I was brought in as an instructor to teach a class, but also I feel like I have gotten back in return uh, so many of the blessings of having this tribe, this fellowship, this brotherhood. It, it, it's truly remarkable. Yeah, it is truly remarkable to behold. Um, so you have the baton. Uh, who would you like to pass the baton off to? Oh, man. Uh, I'd like to hear next from Cliff. There we go. Let me find this little profile down here. There we go. There's Cliff. Man, Cliff, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm going to do you a favor, Cliff, and unmute you. How about that? <laughs> you doing okay? <laughs> yeah. Doing good, Memphis. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Awesome. So, Cliff, how did you get into this group? Like, like you know, did they approach you? Did you approach them? Like, and what all has the tribe done for you? I want to hear your story. Okay. So, uh, so I was approached by uh, like many of us, Matthew Stevens. Uh, big shout out to that guy. Uh, he 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 really kind of pipeline a lot of us into the group. Um, so, uh, I guess really starting with the beginning, you know. During uh, or I say during and after uh, the pandemic, you know, we we a lot of people had lost a lot of social interaction, right? Uh, you know, I'm one of those guys that that I thrive in a group of friends. Uh, that's that's the people I lean on. Uh, it's the people that I spend my time with and my energy with. And so, you know, the pandemic happens and we're all really struggling because you know none of us can really get to do the things we used to do. Uh, you really about the only thing you had to do is time to go shoot, right? So. <laughs> I go out to the range and, and start burning down some ammo. And, and previously before being approached by Matthew, I'd taken a couple of local classes. Uh, Michael South, uh, been with a lot of horse tactical for a while. I took some classes from him, a uh, good personal friend. And uh, we had, you know, I'd learned some stuff, started progressing as a shooter and really kind of got that bug, you know, not so much to be a, a training junkie per se, but, you know, to, to get out there and see progress, right. You know, not to stand out and, waste ammo for an hour and not really accomplish anything. Um, so I spent some time working on a couple different things and, and, you know, as, as 
time goes on, I start progressing into these different Facebook groups and, and these different gun groups and shooting groups. And uh, I ended up hopping into a, a training group with uh, Matt and Tanner. And uh, I think I had posted a training video of a low light class I'd taken from Michael. And, and uh, you know, we kind of commented a little bit back and forth. And Matthew approaches me and says, hey, you know, I'm in this group with a bunch of good dudes that like to shoot and get better. You know, what do you think about joining? So at the time, I'm I'm very much up for a good time, right? So I join in, and and uh, life's never been the same, uh, and it's been for the better. Um, you know, I over over my time in the tribe, I've seen a lot of different things happen, and they've all been for the good. You know, um, we're I guess more comparable to brothers, uh, and and maybe a you know like a sports team of sorts. You have that kindred fellowship between each other. There's you know. We joke about Tyler wanting to beat Dave over the head with a cactus more than once a week uh, because we do argue. You know, we do things. We 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 still fuss with each other, and it you know we're just like brothers, right? You're going to have those interactions, but at the same time, you know, when somebody has something going on in their life, you you see just an no hesitation and immediate outpouring of help. There is no uh, afterthought, uh, or well, I take it back. Everything is an afterthought. There is no premeditation of, you know, oh, well, should we do this? Should we do that? No, if somebody asks for help, everybody gets together. Um, that's something I haven't seen very often, uh, very few times in my life. Um, seeing that, <clears throat> the first time I saw it, it was really a trigger to let me know that, you know, hey, this is where I need to be. Um, then as time goes on, you know, we're, we're, we're talking and uh, the first class comes, I wasn't able to make it. Um, had some scheduling conflicts, but I really regretted that, you know, not being able to get in there and second class goes to come up and, and, you know, my professional life had a lot going on and was working crazy hours. So I wasn't able to sign up immediately for Tim's class. And, uh, but I wanted to go so bad and things began to open up, but post registration and, and like Riley stated, you know, one of the, one of the amazing things about this is there is no three months of attempting to fill a class. You fill a class like that. Um, so, you know, I was kind of kicking myself for not meeting in the class, you know, making the sign up and, and being able to go. And uh, <clears throat> Ethan approaches me and says, hey, you know, uh, Tim and Riley have talked. They're going to bring on AJ Zito so we can bring on two more students. I want you and uh, we, you know, we've all talked to them. We want you and Johnny in. Uh, Johnny's Johnny's not with us tonight, but Johnny's our uh, tribe grandpa. He's He's – He's a good guy that's that's here local with Ethan and Neil and I. Um, so <clears throat> I'm ecstatic about that. In the meantime, you know, I'll sign up immediately once once I find out this is happening. Um, forever grateful for it, too. Um, then in the meantime, I go down to uh, Vicksburg to take a synergy class with uh, Tyler and Stoney. And this is – I'd shot a match with Ethan uh, in Huntsville. Um previous to this but other than that i really hadn't met anybody in the tribe so i go down to synergy i get to meet you know i won't name everybody but you know some of the some of the faces we've seen here tonight right uh tanner got to meet tanner right off the bat uh we squatted up on the line and and, and ended up being partners for the rest of the weekend and which was paid huge dividends for me right um did the same actually at tim heron's class uh you know got to spend time with these guys and really see the physical interaction that you see online. There's a lot of these, you know, different conversations we have in the chat, but when you see it play out in real life, you realize how genuine they are. Um, so went through that class, 
got the bug again, right? You know, just saw some progress. Went to Tim's class with uh, Riley and AJ and, and absolutely had the time of my life. Had uh, some of the biggest breakthroughs I've had in my, you know, shooting life and pro- uh, professional and personal life in years. Uh, and I thought, I owe it all to these guys. You know, uh, I joke about how <laughs> during the pandemic, I was kind of just wandering around like uh, Andrew Lincoln and The Walking Dead because I'm so used to having a core group of friends that, now I no longer was around uh, due to those circumstances. So finding these guys was was such a huge, huge impact on my life. I can't state enough that that you know what we have here is special. Um, but it's not you know it's not one of those things that it's we have captured lightning in a bottle, but lightning can strike twice. So uh, I'd encourage everybody out there that that sees this stuff and is is kind of getting inspired by this to go out there and you know make your own tribe. Uh, there are people out there like you uh, that want to do the things you do and, and can you can have that camaraderie with, but you're just going to go out there and find them. I'm going to ask you guys about this uh, later on today as a group, and there's going to be a question and answer section for the entire group at the end. But um, there's a couple more people I still want to, to hear from. Um, Cliff, you have the baton. Who are you going to pass it off to? Let's go Riley Newsom. Right on. Let me see. How many Rileys do we have in here? <laughs> we have entirely <laughs> too many. <laughs> so Riley, how's it going tonight? Uh, good, good. Uh, so uh, one Riley down, two more to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so I guess I came into the tribe. I think it was late, maybe 2020 or maybe early 2021. Uh, I got approached by a uh, a buddy of ours, Scott. Scott Wheeland, uh, who's just awesome. And uh, he added me to this uh, insane chat group of chaotic people. And looking around, I'm like, oh, I, I recognize this guy. I've seen this Dave guy before in some of these groups. You know, I've seen, uh, seen Ethan, you know, seen everybody around in uh, kind of all the gun groups that we all populated at the time, I guess still do. And, uh, got to talking and you know we became fast friends uh they were i think that tribe was also my real introduction to big boy training uh i was living in nashville at the time and i had been to a few classes around there kind of like local stuff and uh and uh ethan uh lets me know hey we're going down there for a uh, brian hill class uh, pretty soon we want you to come and it was you know it was pretty great uh it was good to i think when you're when you're doing training like that you uh you show up to a class and most of the time you don't know anybody and you make friends there uh but it was a very it was a good dynamic to be to be able to have a few people there that i knew uh, with uh, Ethan and John and Terry, uh, and then Memphis that we met there, uh, who's you know pretty cool. He's all right, I guess. Uh, and yeah, we've kind of just been we've been in it ever since. We've done the two, I guess, tribal training summits uh, or powwows uh, that have been great. Uh, gained two more Rileys, which is a little <laughs> a little overwhelming. So uh, 
let's see what was the most um recent um you know class that you've had with tribe oh and, yeah so the and how is that different than all the other classes that you take without tribe the the most recent uh class just a uh, couple weekends ago was with uh tim heron and we had uh riley bowman and uh, aj zito there as uh as our ais and that was you know if if it was different showing up to a class and having a couple guys that you know uh try showing up and having everybody there like all what was it 17 18 people there was someone i knew and 20 of us 20 yeah 20 uh, people <laughs> so show up there's 20 dudes there that i all know uh and we're sharing a house together uh have dinner after class every night and that was I don't know that there's anywhere out there that has that kind of dynamic. Uh, even some of these big, uh, you know, summits that get put on by these uh, entities, uh, you know, you show up there and it's like, well, yeah, you kind of know of a lot of the people there, you know, you're part of the same thing, but you don't really know each other. But uh, you have to be able to show up and stay in a house with 20 dudes, uh, you know, all weekend was uh, great, you know, and then tribe, what tribe's done for me. Uh, I think a lot like cliff after the apocalypse started, uh, it's kind of, kind of isolated from a lot of people I hung out with. Uh, I didn't really hang out with a lot of people to begin with. I kind of just had a couple friends that I talked to at work all the time. Uh, and you know, uh, COVID starts and everything. And uh, I'm now seeing basically nobody that I know. Uh, and, you know, I kind of get sent all over for work. I was uh, doing security at the time in Nashville. So we were getting sent kind of all over the city. And it's like, okay, you know, we're doing a show one week and, you know, different stuff another week. And, uh, yeah, kind of just, you know, sitting around with your dick in the dirt, as they say, uh, feeling bad. And get brought into this big family that's kind of helped get through these past couple of years. You know, they've been hard for everybody. Uh, but yeah. to be able to have such an awesome group of people to kind of just cultivate yourself and grow as a person. I feel like I've grown a lot as a person uh, these past couple of years, knowing everybody uh, grow as a shooter uh, and help help other people grow is, you know, it's hard to find other places. Uh, I don't know if you can, I guess we'll get into it a little later, but I don't know if there's a way to make it happen. It just kind of has to happen. Yeah. You could say that, you know, these guys have kind of caught lightning in a bottle, so to speak. Yeah. So Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, you have the baton. Who would you like to pass it off to? I think there's only one more left, right? Yeah, I think we need to to finish off uh, Trace Riley's Magnifico. Right on. Hand it off to Riley Mitchell. Riley, how's it going today? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's going great. Uh, I am the newest and final Riley added to the chat. Um, and uh, Ethan, uh, I think I had a, uh, added me on Facebook like, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago. Uh, just from being in gun groups and stuff like that. And then one day he sends me a message 
and he tells me, hey, I added you to this group chat. I think you're going to like it. Uh, and then from there on out, it was pretty much just this, uh, which is something that I've never experienced before. Uh, I, I've been in the gun world for like seven or eight years now, and I, I can tell you that I've, I've never seen anything as more wholesome as uh, all these guys here tonight uh, and the ones that aren't here. Um, I've taken plenty or I've taken classes before. And, you know, once the classes are over, it's like, okay, you may go get food with those guys. You may hang out. You may know one or two guys, but to show up to a class and you know every single person there, like, you know, aspects of their life, uh, you know, all about them. And then to go to the same house. Uh, I mean, you know, there's not a lot of people that can say that they were in an Airbnb in rural Alabama, rural Alabama, drinking bourbon with Tim Heron at 1 a.m. So the, the, this, this whole thing has just been absolutely mind blowing. And I still can't believe that uh, I'm part of it. Yeah, I can't believe I'm a part of it either. That's pretty outstanding. Um, yeah. So let's see. I think this is a good time for us to go off into a little bit more of a group discussion. And so here's the question that I have collectively for all of you. Um, is it? Of course, there's benefits, right? To showing up to a class and literally all 20 of those people are people that you know, that you, you trust with a handgun in their hand, that, you know, that have your back. And there's a lot of safety advantages to that. And there's also a lot of cognitive advantages to that, like even after the class. So like, how do you compare that to, um, you know, going to a class by yourself? And is that even something you want to even go back to? So uh, my, my first class was in November of 2020. It was a Brian Hill uh, RDS Concepts. I've, I've been to several of Brian's classes. I really, I really appreciate his uh, his teaching and his coaching style. That's uh, very uh, encouraging. But I went to his class. I was the only person there. And then the next class I go to, also a Brian Hill class, but it's with a few of these guys and with you, Memphis. And the experience was just so much better, so much better. And then fa uh, flash forward to tribe class one with Riley and up to that point, the best class experience of my life. And I'm just going to go ahead and say, I, I don't think I can ever go back to that situation where I'm going to a class and I don't know anybody because it's, it's so much better when you, when you, when you know a few people there, they're, they're your actual friends, not like, Oh, I know that guy but they're your actual friends. A lot of the, the performance anxiety that's associated with a class because people don't treat a class like they should. They don't treat it like a class. They don't treat it like a learning opportunity. A lot of times they treat it like a competition. Well, if I'm in a friendly competition with my buddies, it's a lot easier for me to perform and to learn at the level that I'm capable of than if I'm in a class full of strangers. So no, me personally, I don't think I'll ever go back to taking just rando classes with rando people. Anybody else want to comment on that? So, so I, uh, these guys all know, but, um, so my background is I do private sector stuff. Uh, nothing super exciting in the gun world. Uh, but I do write articles every now and then, uh, for a website that does concealed carry stuff. Um, the only thing I can say is like 
when people see us and they're like, Hey, how do, how do I do that? Um, there's no right answer. Um, but I have formed friendships and bonds with people in the industry just by going to classes and man, be friendly. Like, like Ethan said, to piggyback off of that, there's a lot of people that go to classes. Um, I have my class resume list of many classes I've been to where I was the guy. I felt like I was going to be the worst shooter there. You know, you, you get all this anxiety because you're worried about looking stupid. But honestly, when have you ever gone to a class for school and sat down and you felt stupid just being there? You don't. But for some reason with, with shooting, there's a lot of people who have big egos and they want to impress their friends because, you know, it is gun stuff. It's, it's macho man stuff. Um, but man, one of, one of my good friends that I, I write articles for now, um, I met him at a class when he'll probably, he'll probably rip on me for it, but I met him at a class when he was shooting a Springfield XD, uh, with the provided holster and mag pouches that came with the gun. Um, and he was like, Hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, I run a website and all, and, and, you know, this was a gun I got for testing. So I'm doing all this. And, um, I was just friendly with him, man. We, we, we had class, like a shot on the line with him. We talked the whole time, just chatted about random stuff. It wasn't even trying to show off who's better than who it wasn't. We were there to learn. Um, and I've been knowing him now for five, six years. Um, and, and maybe one day I'll get him involved with the tribe. He's a busy guy. Um, but I'll tell you right now. Um, we see it all the time. We saw it in past classes before some people show up and, and they want this bond of all these guys helping each other out. But you know, you, you get what you give. And if you're not out there helping other people and, um, you're not there to learn, it's, it's just not going to happen. Um, I mean, Memphis, you and I have taken the class back in Vicksburg, Vicksburg with a lot of these dudes, and, and it was the same way. We had guys that weren't tribe, but we welcomed, welcomed them to us, um, had dinner with them, chatted afterwards and everything. And it's when when people see how, and I don't want us to, to, to be like a humble brag, but when they see how much we give back um, in ways they see that and they feel good about it and they want to give back and they want to help people. Um, it's, it's like paying it forward. Um, if you go to a class and you're not there to learn, then what you're there for. Yeah. Yeah. That camaraderie really shows off. Um, and I think it really, it takes the edge off for the classes. You know what I mean? It's not so much of not so much performance anxiety. So let me ask you guys, um, if there's people out there that are listening to this and they don't have a community or a brotherhood like this, is it possible to start this? Can they start their own tribe and how? I'll jump in real quick. Uh, it's absolutely possible to start this uh, yourself. If you want to try to form your own tribe community uh similar to what we've been able to achieve here with this 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 tribe um and i, and I know some of the other guys here have some thoughts about that as well i definitely want to hear from them the one thing i wanted to point out that i think is really key is that in so many other groups whether it's whether it's a facebook group or 
uh, a group chat like some of the others I've I've been in in the past. Uh, you, you'll you'll see these dynamics where you know some of the people that are members of those groups are definitely in it to try to you know elevate their own status and or to demonstrate you know how much they know or to you know you'll see these there's almost like these little competitions of sorts but what i think is so unique about this tribe and what part of what makes it work so well is because that doesn't exist there's not anybody in this group that is trying to you know elevate their hierarchy status or to try to, you know, show how they're better than everybody else. Uh, it simply doesn't exist. Uh, everyone here is about helping one another. Everyone is cheering each other on. Everyone wants to help everybody else uh, elevate themselves. Uh, you know, it, it, it's that's that, that I think that's the thing that's missing from so many other similar pseudo tribes uh is the fact that everybody is i mean again certainly there are some disagreements that occur and arguments even and and, and you know, debates uh, but it's all kind of out, of out of brotherly love and a lot of those discussions are had with the knowledge that it will make us better by having those discussions and it's less again about proving that you know my position on this topic is is the right one and, and yours is not um but it, again like the key there is that we kind of are unified in this common goal of everybody advancing everybody improving and when there have been those that haven't demonstrated that um uh, that goal so much uh you know at some point they they find that they're no longer in the tribe and, you know, certainly there have been a few people that have come and gone. Uh, but uh, as what I've seen first from coming in as a bit of an outsider in the beginning and then up through now is seeing that that uh, everyone's unified in that in that common goal, that common direction. Yeah, that's what I've seen, too. Um, anybody else? Is it possible to start your own tribe anywhere? So for me, when we really started blowing up, the the big thing I try to remember and the, the big saying I always try to think about is a rising tide raises all boats. And like Riley said, it, it's all about like, and it's, it's not put on, but genuinely supporting each other. Uh, like I, I think I was more excited when Tanner made masterclass than he was honestly, like I was in my underwear eating cereal and I threw the bowl over my head. I was excited. Uh, but if you want, if you want to build a community like this, you, you got to be genuine. You've got to be genuine and it can't be, you can't be in this for the enrichment of yourself in any form, whether it's <clears throat> knowing that you're going to be able to make connections that are going to create social media clout or, uh, industry connections to try to start a career or whatever, like, I start like when I started this because I wanted people to shoot guns with, and now I still got people I get to shoot guns with. It's just I get to shoot guns with them all over the country instead of in you know small town Alabama. And I 100% believe anybody can have this. It's just about it's about making it about a community, making it about 
the community, not about you. Yeah, that's very insightful. Um, we need more of that stuff, you know, especially in the shooting community. Like, there needs to be less dick measuring. There needs to be less, like, you know, um, I'm holier than thou. Um, and you see it, you see where people are trying to create their own tribe from, like, an instructor cadre or from an alumni core or, you know, even from a, a, a general demographic, you know. But it's not very successful. Um, and I want to ask you guys, like, why is it some of these guys, some of these groups out here, like, especially on Facebook groups, especially like instructor certification, like cadres and stuff like that. How is it that they fall back when it comes down to creating so, a tribe? So there was a, there was a quote uh, that uh, Riley Bowman and Tim and AJ were talking about at this past class. Um, and I hope I don't butcher it, but. Um, a good plan executed perfectly is better than a perfect plan executed poorly. And I think a lot of these groups um, have the best of intentions. Uh, they mean well. They want it. They want the end goal. And it's much like shooting. Um, if you stop focusing on the result and you focus on the process, it'll happen. But a lot of these groups, they focus on a result. They have this perfect plan of we're going to add all these dudes. And, um, you know, I, I know a GM and we're going to add him because he can talk to us about stuff. And it it becomes an echo chamber and it becomes a I'm right, you're wrong thing. And it if it's forced and it doesn't last, it, you have to you have to put in the work. And, and I mean, as much as that's a you know, a parallel to shooting, um, man, as much as we talk about shooting in the tribe, we talk about life. We talk about families, jobs, everything. We're there for each other, no matter what. Um, shooting's just a fun part of it. Yeah, I think that's, uh, it's one of the important, important parts is that shooting is what brought us together, but the friendship and the connections we have are what's kept us together. Man, good stuff. Anybody else? Like, uh, if you had to give those guys advice, like, for instance, man, you see some really kind of crazy YouTube, like Facebook groups and, you know, like some, some weird groups get together, some real instructor cadres and, you know, other stuff. If you had to give them a way for them to kind of right the ship, so to speak, what would you say to them? So I think that I think that the first thing that's the most important, I think, at least in my book, and something that happens as soon as you enter the group chat in the tribe and is check your ego at the door. You know, for we all tend to carry that around. Right. We have that idea that, you know, I've done these accomplishments. I've done this. I've done that. But, you know, you know, a man that thinks he already knows everything is not going to learn anything. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's life. It doesn't matter if it's shooting. If we come into any group or any class or any, you know, any facet of life uh, with that mentality, you're not going to progress. Right. You're going to be stagnant. Um, you're going to continually run into the same problems over and over. And checking already goes at the door. You know, it, don't get me wrong. We're, we're guys, you know, it's still going to happen. We're still going to have some ego there here and there, but 
most of the time it's it's friendly banner it's us uh ribbing each other in friendly competition um <clears throat> so i think for me checking your ego and then reading the room right you know it's very easy to pick up real quickly the people that you're going to jive with um meeting these guys for the first time that's the first thing i picked up on was you know i don't care if i, I don't care how i shoot now i don't care how i perform in this class i'm worried about you know, just doing the process, like Riley says, and 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 AJ has said uh, to me personally. You know, just do the thing. Go out there and do the thing. Uh, once you once you kind of embrace that mentality, I think that the magic just happens. It's there. It's just we tend to get in our own ways. You know, we we try to plan all these things out and uh, force something, like Dave said. It, but when you do that, you just you get in your own way, and you, and you kind of sabotage yourself i've seen that before anybody else have any input i feel like uh we as a group are just one of the one of the big things that's that's special is that we're just we're all we're all going through life separately but we're also simultaneously doing it together at the same time and it's like it's been mentioned before you know we're the the, the range time and the, the topic of guns and shooting is what brought us together. But just going through and having the life experience, uh, you know, sharing with each other our, our day-to-day, you know, happenings, that, that's really where the magic is made is just having the, the, the common friends to lean on or to, you know, share experiences with. And, and just go through life as a group together, uh, you know, not necessarily with any specific goal in mind, but just, you know, having that group of friends of like, hey, this is what I did today. What did y'all do today? I think that that plays a huge role in, in how close we've all gotten. Man, that spoke to me, brother. Um Let's get uh, some replies from a couple more guys before we call it a night. Um, how can how can other groups write the ship? How can you build your own tribe? Um, so I I think definitely a big part of a lot of a lot of uh, what causes a lot of those groups to fail uh, and how they can uh, kind of work on building their own tribe is is definitely like a couple of the guys have touched on is really the ego thing um, and I mean. The gun stuff is definitely what brought us together, but like Neil just said, it's uh, at the end of the day, it's really just about our day-to-day lives. I mean, it, it, at any point, I can hop in the chat and talk watches with uh, Neil and Cliff, or you know, talk jujitsu with some of the other guys. Um, my day job is guns. I don't always want to be turned on with guns and talk about that all the time. So just having somewhere I can go talk, whatever it is, uh, whether it's it's you know family stuff or uh, uh, anything in the world. Uh, that definitely helps it. And uh, uh, this just happening naturally, uh, I don't I don't think that uh, it can be forced at all. Uh, you know, if you show up to a class and uh, there's a bunch of dudes there that you think you may vibe with, uh, just be friendly. Um, I can't tell you how many classes I've, I've taken uh, or, you know, matches I've shown up to where the dudes around me, uh, I just, I, I didn't want to be around them. But uh, showing up to the class a couple weeks ago, uh, this was the first time I met any of these guys in person. 
you know, I, I've seen Tanner online prior. I've, I've seen Ethan and Dave and a lot of these guys online, but um, it was honestly like I had known every aspect about these guys' lives. And we, it's like we were old friends reconnecting again. So I think just that whole aspect of uh, getting super, not necessarily personal, but, um, you know, talking more than just the gun stuff. Cause at the end of the day, that kind of gets old. Uh, and again, just like leaving your ego at the door and, uh, just being there to learn and help each other and help build each other up. Man, good stuff. I'm going to start calling on folks. Okay. Uh, Tanner, I, I want to hear your input. Uh, what are some of these groups? How can some of these groups build a tribe? Um, so I, I want to start off by saying that I was once, uh, I, we attempted, uh, to make sort of like a tribe in our local area and, uh, it failed, it failed miserably. Um, and, and the reason, simple reason is, is it's ego. Um, even my own ego, um, a lot of us, we all had the, had the right intentions of, Hey, we want to take this somewhere far. We want to, we all, we all want to get better, but we had guys who didn't want to invest in classes who prioritized gear. We had guys who had families. Um, and then we had guys who wouldn't be, you know, SMEs on stuff that we didn't really even have the knowledge to be SMEs on. And when we have all that, all those egos kind of crashing each other and everything just sort of tumbles. Um, and, and I think, you know, looking back and looking, comparing it to the tribe now, it's just, everyone's so genuine. Um, everyone's just, if we don't know something, we say, Hey man, we don't know this, but you know, maybe this person would or, or whatever it may be. And, And I think that's just something that's so that made that made everything work out and kept everything so real and and um and organic. It's just that we were so genuine and we're so real. Um, so I think that if you if you are out there trying to start your own your own tribe, just just be real, be humble, um, and it just let let the things happen naturally. And I think that's the best way to do it um, because we're I mean we're prime examples of it. So, man, good stuff. How about you, Tyler? I think step one is turning off mute. <laughs> so uh, I work on uh, Mac, and so I'm still like trying to memorize all my command combo things, right? I, I'm not computer literate by any means. If it doesn't go boom, like on purpose, uh, I don't really know much about it. Anyway, so one of the things I really like about the tribe and what I would recommend for other people is to find diversity complimenting complimenting diversity yes i just made that up um so while all of us have a central theme of things we enjoy we're all pro 2a men uh we're all extremely different like we all have our own preferences we all have like our own favorite flavor of this and that's but man oh man does that diversity really help us it helps keep us from getting stuck in our own quote unquote box. Um, it's so easy to be comfortable with your people that you're close to and you're like your, you know, your neighbor, so to speak, because y'all are so much like each other and you get comfortable. Well, you don't learn or grow in your comfort zone, right? You got to be pushed out of your comfort zone just enough and in the right type of environment to really grow and thrive. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's exactly what this tribe does. It keeps me just enough outside of my comfort zone to push me to always want to be better. And not just for myself, but for them, right? Because 
one day that, you know, somebody might call on me to, to help them. And I want to be the best I can be to do exactly that. So, yeah, I would highly recommend while building your own tribe to look for uh, diversity that's healthy. All righty. Let's get one more guy and then we'll finally wrap it up. Uh, what can what can people do to start their own tribe? Uh, I think if you're going to go start your own, uh, I think one of the first steps is don't be afraid to just go out and do it. Uh, you know, Ethan decided to start this thing one day and here we are now. Uh, so if there's not a tribe out there that you have found to, uh, to get yourself into, don't be afraid to start your own. Uh, and then as pretty much everyone has said, leave your ego at the door, uh, that it's a real mood killer when somebody is trying to win being the coolest guy in your group of friends. Uh, and then I think the, uh, and I also think the diversity is a pretty big part of it. Uh, we all come from a lot of various, you know, come from different backgrounds and walks of life. Uh, we've done different things, our journeys, as far as the shooting world and then our personal journeys have been very different. Uh, but we're all here together uh, and we all build on each other. So I'm um, let's go ahead and wrap this up because I think that, man, that's a great place to end it, isn't it? <laughs> so um, look, folks, I just, Guys, like this right here is the tribe. This right here is pretty close to me in, in my heart because it's very, very rare that you would find a group like this. Like, uh, I haven't found a group this tight since I left the Marine Corps. And there are other groups that I'm very, very tight with. You know, there's instructor cadres and then there's groups that I shoot with. There's groups that, you know, I really care about them individually. Um, I've never met a group like this where everybody is genuinely concerned for everybody else's welfare even if it means that you have to make personal sacrifices in order for you to ensure that. And I think that that's something that happens in a very individual level in this group. And, you know, it's not just a cadre. It's not just, you know, a group, it's a tribe. And so I, I find it very, I find it an honor for me to be able to bring that to you. And hopefully I can inspire folks to, you know, start your own tribe in your own community. And I hope to go out there and train with your tribe. So, Guys, I um I want to I want to thank you so much for joining us. Um look, if you're watching or if you're listening to this, uh one thing I want to let you know of is that um I really do appreciate the time that you're spending here. You could have spent your time doing anything and you're here spending it with us and I really want to make sure that I that you know that that we appreciate it. I want to thank the guys, my brothers over here at the tribe. I want to thank you all for spending your nights away from your family to to help us out. And this has just been awesome. Thanks a bunch. Folks, welcome to Memphis.